Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 561 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Andre. And he writes, thank you very much. My organ playing is improving and has improved drastically. I'm especially thankful for your sight reading course. It's great. I guess, I guess this is Andre's um, answer to my question of how is his organ playing going on these days. Yes, I think so too. Very, very glad that sight reading course is working for him. Um, do you think people can learn Osha from from sight reading uh, various voices and voice combinations of a collection of music like the Art of Fugue of Johann Sebastian Bach, from which my organ sight reading master course is based on. Yes, I think it's that's a great course. And I think that in general, no sight reading is a very useful skill that any musician must have. Mm -hmm. Because it's very beneficial, especially if you are working at church, where you have to produce new music for every Sunday, then I think it's necessary that you would be, you know, a good sight reader. Let me ask you this, Osha. If you could choose, would you choose a superb sight reading skills or superb improvisational skills? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tricky question. I know. But uh, let me say this. I think that, that these two qualities that you named, we don't contradict with each other. They support each other, actually. I think they support mm-hmm. each other. Although I guess that people who in general mm, improvise more probably don't like to play from the musical score so much. I know that because of you too, because at one point you almost gave up 
playing from the musical score. That was uh, a few years ago. And I had to put quite an effort, you know, to 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 to, to lead you back to playing repertoire as well. Mm, there is some side effects in not playing from the score and only improvising. Is that you will not you will not gain knowledge of the music created before you, right? And you will not apply that knowledge in your improvisation. Basically, you will start, um, I don't know, producing music which is increasingly influenced by your own imagination. Or limited by your own imagination. I would say that limited is more accurate term to name it. Uh, but there is another side to this. Some people prefer to improvise without copying anyone, without being influenced by anyone. And and that's that's what I mean. Well, you know, simply I what what's what is my opinion that well how original can you be? Yes, you can be original to some some degree because still you know you you are using ideas that that you have heard somewhere but maybe you heard them in another order. Maybe you heard them <laughs> from your own playing. <laughs> that's that's a possibility, but but anyways, you know, all music is made out of, you know, what, 12? 12 tones. 12 pitches, you mean? 12 pitches, yes. Yeah, sometimes when I improvise, I, I catch myself playing the same intonations, the same melodic ideas, in a different order, maybe different uh, texture, different uh, form or um, registration, the mode, but uh, but they are all mine, you know, part of my language, and I guess that's normal and, and natural. But uh, but for example, if you are improvising, let's say in the Dorian, Dorian mode, mm-hmm. yes, it's still not a mode created by you, you still, you know, borrow some ideas from 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 all around of a musical world, don't you think so? It's just how you how well you arrange them, you know. Yeah, yes. Uh, there is a saying that it's best to borrow from the dead. From the people who lived uh, long before you. Then it's not stealing and, and actually um being influenced by those masters. That's why we play early music as well. Not only to just enjoy it, but to see how it could uh, be recreated in a new context. Right? Yeah. And if you would look at the musical history, you could see that each new style sort of wants to deny the previous style, but wants to to take over the ideas from another style, let's say, let, 
let me let's make this clearer. Mm-hmm. For example, if we are talking about Baroque, you know, after that the classical period came who denied Baroque sort of, but we took ideas more from the Renaissance. But when the Romantic period came, we sort of denied the classic, but we took ideas from the Baroque time. What do you mean from the Baroque time? What kind of ideas? Well, I don't mean that we copied the Baroque ideas. Uh But let's say J.S. Bach was almost forgotten during the classical period. No, nobody cared about his music so much except maybe for well-tempered clavier. But then, you know, the Mendelssohn, you know, found all this great, you know, choral music, all these cantatas and, you know, passions by J.S. Bach. Mm-hmm. And it gave him new lives. And I, I, I believe, you know, that Mendelssohn in his choral compositions also used some of, some of Bach's ideas. Absolutely. So that's what I mean, you know. But, of course, nowadays, you know, composers take ideas from all those previous periods. Mm-hmm. Even from Middle Ages. And it's all, all very, very eclectic. From Middle Ages, from exotic places, uh, from um, cultures that are not Western-oriented, uh, from uh, various historical periods, of those places, you know, study of music, let's say, of Japan, but not of uh, 20th century, but let's say 17th century Japan, whatever they can find out about that, of course, but if they can, they could, uh, they would uh, study the music of ancient Hindu rhythms and modes and apply it today. Mix them with different other influences like bird songs or Gregorian chant and you get what? Messian. Olivier Messian. Uh, it's all very personal now. Whatever you meet in your life, it could be your influence. Right? Yes. For better or worse. Yes, you know, my student, one of my students, you know, just last week, he asked me about, you know, academic music, composing academic music, and I asked him, what what kind of music that is? Do you mean professional music? He said, well, maybe, you know, and then he explained that he wants to become a composer, mm-hmm. but that he doesn't want to to compose ugly music. And mm-hmm. I asked him what he means, no ugly music. And he just says, pim, 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 that's it. That's how he describes no ugly music. <laughs> and I realized that it's probably something very atonal and and not pretty for him. So I asked, you know, what, what do you want to compose music for? And he said, well... You know, I like like you know some some music uh, for made composed for uh, movies, mm-hmm. and I told him you know that he needs to find to get online and to find out you know about places that you know sort of sort of prepares you for writing such kind of music. Oh, you can get a masterclass now online. 
from Hans Zimmer, the probably most famous living composer of, of cinematic music, besides John Williams, of course. And uh, he teaches his own techniques online. Is it free? Uh, no, it's not free. <laughs> it's, of course, it's elite um, platform. It's called masterclass.com. Well, I don't think he would be able to pay you know, now. He's just you know, a minor yet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But I told him that there are no places, let's say, in the United States where you could, could go and study composition and that specializes in making uh, music for our movies and we help you to know to understand how different effects are created mm-hmm. fear love drama all that kind of stuff horror yes yes so we started this conversation in a completely different mindset talking about the sight reading course and finished about movie music <laughs> uh, I guess the recurring theme is to get better and better every day start practicing like your 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 student if he wants to do something with cinematic music he he doesn't want to wait doesn't need to wait for you know to graduate and go to college maybe he can start creating himself not necessarily for movies but uh, for videos that he creates uh, composes right uh, for videos that he produces or, or something else that is available to him not necessarily getting permission from others but taking initiative and doing taking the first step and Andre the same thing for you for for sight reading and playing and improving your organ playing abilities whatever you do today uh, you will thank for this a month later thank you guys this was with us and Osha. please send us more more of your questions we love helping you grow and remember when you practice miracles happen this blog is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of 
recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.